it's Christmas Eve tomorrow, and uh, we're going to be spending time with in-laws and outlaws and cousins and all kinds of people. And so I just kind of wanted to follow up with the conversation we had last week about some practical tips to help you as you are talking to people. I really want to encourage you to um, consider what I call adopting a witness lifestyle or a minister mindset. That we have a tendency to think of the word minister as being someone who's a professional. They make their living as a minister. You tell people you're a minister and pastor. But really, all Christians are called to ministry. All of us are called to be ministers of reconciliation. We are all called to uh, bring the gospel wherever we go. And that makes us all ministers. And we need to think of that as um, our primary identity in our life is as a child of God. And because we are children of God, we are agents of reconciliation. God has put 8 to 15 people in your life right now strategically and supernaturally place them in your life that you can um, bring them the gospel if they're an unbeliever you can maybe minister to them if they've lapsed in their faith maybe at one time they were going to church but they've fallen away from the church or maybe they're in the process of losing their faith start to think of yourself as a strategic plant in that person's life to uh maybe begin to, to turn, help them turn their spiritual life around, to be a resource, to be an encouragement, um, and to be a stand of Christ's love in their life, to go somewhere deeper. So if we think of ourselves as ministers, when we're out and about at our office Christmas party, or when we're at a family gathering, we always want to be listening to the Holy Spirit for, hey, is that, is that person somebody, Holy Spirit, that you have for me to talk to? today, what could that conversation begin to, to look like? And, you know, after you've, you've made some attempts to, you know, catch up with a person, let them know uh, that you care about them, and all of those things we talked about in the first conversation, then what do you do? Well, if there is an opportunity, and there isn't always an opportunity, because not every conversation that we're going to be in is going to go to deep places, but you always want to be ready just in case it is. But a really helpful step is that if a conversation seems appropriate to at some point shift into what I call offensive tactics. And um, this is when you begin to look for those strategic opportunities to shift from what might be a pre-evangelism conversation to uh, one of more direct evangelism where you are engaging in more conversation about evidence or are about Christianity directly. So remember, just so you know, that it's, it's not your job to change people's minds. It's not your job to fix people's problems. You're not responsible for any of that. Your primary job is to love the person. And part of loving them is sometimes, when the opportunity is right, is listening to their questions that they have about Christianity and about Christians and also answering their questions, um, and also asking your own thought-provoking questions to challenge um, that person's beliefs on some level and to challenge them to see their own beliefs in a more true light. Um, and really what we're trying to do is what I call try to put a rock in their shoe, 
and what is that rock where it's when you're when you have a rock in your shoe it creates a little bit of a, a discomfort a little bit of um, a, a, a difficulty and often that comes in the form of getting them to question what they think they know about Christianity or what they think they know about Christians and you really only need one thing you don't have to think like well I gotta seal the deal I gotta get into the sinner's prayer or this success this the um, conversation isn't successful that, that's not the proper way to think about it um, you want to just help them think differently about one issue and, and ask the Holy Spirit to bring that issue to light for you so if you're at that moment in the conversation where maybe they ask you a pointed question about Christianity, um, don't even then, don't automatically jump into an answer with them. Um, take some time first to ask them some very strategic questions. Um, don't fall into the trap of they make an accusation about Christians or Christianity and then you just quickly want to answer that. Rather, take some deep breaths internally, stop, think, and Ask them some follow-up questions like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. What do you mean by that? that those are two really good responses when you don't know what else to say. Um, you can also ask, how did you come? Can I ask, how did you come to that conclusion? Um, what evidence do you have for that? What experts are you appealing to for that? If you don't know what to say, asking a thoughtful question is always a great response. And then if you want to begin to turn the conversation into a positive assertion about Christianity, uh, you could follow that up with, um, well, have you ever considered this might not be true? Or would you consider a different point of view? Are you open to thinking about that? Again, putting it in the form of a question rather than an accusation or, or a statement. Because again, the goal here is just to lead them into one new insight and brings one new thing to their awareness that they just haven't considered before. And um, when they walk away from that conversation, then maybe they'll think about it. Maybe that will be something the Holy Spirit can begin to use in their life to go to new places. And if you're not successful in doing this, that's okay too. Just ask the Holy Spirit to bless your effort to love that person better. And that you did the best you could, just know that you did the best you could. And if you focus on loving them well, even if you don't have the greatest answers in the world, they will still remember your love. And even if you don't have the greatest answers in the world, but you ask some thoughtful questions, or you said, hey, you know, I've never thought about it that way. Can I think about this and get back to you? That's perfectly okay, too. Um, that's what sharpens us. If you're able, it's always a good idea to try to figure out a follow-up. Uh, ask the person, hey, would you be open to continuing this conversation? Uh, would you be open to getting together? Would you be open to us talking on the phone? Would you be open to me, uh, uh, to us talking on Skype? Uh, I would really love to continue this conversation with you. I would love to stay in touch with you. I would love to uh, not wait until next Christmas to find out what's up with you. I would love to... Um, make a commitment to, to staying in touch with you this year. Can we talk in a couple weeks or in next month or, or something like that? And when you do get back together, figure out ways to continue that conversation. Um, how can I pray for you? What are some needs that you have? And then pray with them if they're open to that. Um, you, if they're open 
and they're, they're a fairly analytical person, uh, maybe read a book together and discuss it. Um, maybe they select a book and you select a book, or maybe you watch each of you select a YouTube video and discuss it, or, or um, a thought-provoking spiritual movie. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that you can do to keep that conversation going. Keep building the relationship. And also, don't forget, as part of that follow-up, to allow for there to be an invitation to receive feedback. Invite them to give you feedback about, you know, are you, how you're making them feel. Are you coming on too strong? Are you feel? Are is this? Does it seem like to them that you're pushing, being too pushy? Are they feeling loved? How can you love them better? How can you care for them? Uh, maybe there's something you've done to them in the past that you need to ask for forgiveness for, whatever that is, to to really shore up that relationship. Because see, this is what evangelism really is at the beginning stages. It's intentional relationship building. It's really not, it's not passive relationship building of, well, let's just wait, sit back and wait and see what happens and maybe something magical will happen and then we'll have a great conversation. But it's really intentionality, like we talked about in our last video. It's asking the Holy Spirit ahead of time, what do you have for this person? What do you have for this conversation? Being intentional about the people that you interact with and how you interact with them. And if you do that, I think you'll really start to see um, some good fruit in your evangelism. And remember, taking risks is extremely important. And that all of us are evangelists. So God wants all of us to be taking more risks to grow his kingdom uh, for his glory. And he will meet you in that. He will reward you in that. And he will bring forth a lot of fruit. If we're just passive and we let life happen, our um, ability to grow in our evangelism and our identity in Christ is going to be small. But if we're intentional and we really take some big steps and we love people uh, with intentionality, some really good things can happen. I hope this helps you, and um, I look forward to your comments. Thank you. Bye.